Hello and welcome to another episode of Co-Indie, Collective and Individual Thoughts Coming Together. My name is Nia. I am your host. Hello everyone. I hope everyone is well. I hope everyone is getting through this um, this quarantine pandemic um, safely. And so, yes, I, I don't know about everybody else, but I'm so ready for things to be reopened. I'm not even joking around. I live in um, Virginia and um, I live right on the kind of outside of Virginia on the DC side. So I work in DC. I live in Virginia. And um, but then, you know, Maryland is like right across the bridge as well. So, you know, when I used to go out, I had very, had several options. I love the Harbor, which is technically a part of Maryland. I have my favorite restaurant spots in D.C. And um, and obviously I live in Virginia, so I have some really good spots here in Alexandria where I live. So, so ready for things to be opened back up. Um, but any case, so again, hope everyone's well. I'm well. My family's well. Thank God. Um, today. I wanted to talk about something that, again, everything at this point in my life is very, um, you know, I kind of, I'm hit daily with little epiphanies and aha moments and things that matter to me. I think everybody goes through that where we're just kind of like, you know, cleaning or whatever. And then it's just like, boom, something hits us. So uh, uh, maybe a week ago, I was, you know, just really in a space where I was realizing how important my time was. And I was thinking like time is the one thing that I just cannot get back. And we, you know, and that's not, it's a cliche on one hand, because we all hear about our time and how important our time is. But when you have gone through so much, and just to be a little bit more specific, my life over the last few years have has changed and evolved so much that now I'm in a space where I'm kind of back at square one with myself and what I do with my time is very valuable to me because I don't want to just squander it on negativity, bad vibes, people, whatever it is. I want to make sure that my time is spent well. And that led me with led me to my next thought, which is happiness. And it's like I was thinking like, man, you know how, you know, just like at this stage in my life, you know, I don't ever mind saying my age. I'm 37. I'm like at this stage in my life at 37. What I do with my time is important, but what I want to do with my time and what I want my time to be about is happiness, happiness. And so I'm sitting on the couch, I'm thinking about my time, I'm thinking about, man, you know, I just want to fill my time with happiness, things that make me happy, things that bring me joy. And then I thought intrinsic happiness will be my topic for my podcast, intrinsic happiness. So that's what this podcast is about, intrinsic happiness. And I love a good word. So I'm a word, like, I I love a good word. So I, and I always want to make sure that I'm in the pocket with what I'm saying, because, you know, I don't know about you, but sometimes we can think about a word or we can say something 
and um, or maybe we'll maybe we'll hear other people say something because I always make sure I, what I'm talking about is real. I make sure I, I know what I'm talking about. But, you know, have you ever heard somebody else say a word and they didn't use it in the right context? So I wanted to make sure that I was right in the pocket. I was using the right word um, for for what I was trying to convey. So I, you know, thumbed through the dictionary, of course, and, you know, just, you know, refresh my mind with um, intrinsic and intrinsic means essential. And I was like, ah, essential. Look at that. Here in this moment where we are going through this quarantine and then, you know, this thought just pops on me, intrinsic happiness. And, you know, to know that it means essential just kind of makes me think about, you know, all the different things that are going on right now and how the essential workers are the most important workers to us right now. We need those essential workers, like the grocery store workers and, you know, for those who still need to go get gas. And, you know, biggest thing was our, is our grocery store workers, our healthcare workers, you know, they are, they are essential to this pandemic, um, and thank God for them, because if we did not have them, you know, then what would we do those uh, when we need when we are tired of cooking in and we want to go get a bite to eat those those people, those are our um, those are our essential workers. Those people are very important to us. And and that's that's when I kind of came to this place when I saw that, you know, just kind of refreshing my mind and I saw that it was essential. I was like, oh, yeah, this is definitely aligning for me. This is the stars aligning because that's that's exactly how I feel about my happiness right now. I am looking for that intrinsic happiness or not looking for it, but but must have it in my life. It has to be. And um and again, it goes back to, you know, the reasons, the reasons why um, is, you know, when you, I have, I've been through and, and, you know, I'm no victim. So I, I always will say that over and over again. I don't, I'm just going to just, just speak from my heart. I don't like when people play the victim because let's just take, again, I have hurt people. So the fact that people have hurt me, I'm not so like it it balances me out it makes me feel like okay you know what just being transparent that's that karma that karma came back around so when I get those lessons in life I know it's to further me along I know it's to make me a better person I know it's to show me a lesson and I need to take the lesson and not play victim to whatever happened so I'm all about at the end of the day, if something happens in my life, I look at it as a lesson. And so never a victim to anything. Um, but we do have times in our life where it's just extremely hard and it's extremely hurtful. And, you know, um, you know, we get our hearts broken or, you know, things didn't work out the way they were supposed to do on the job or um you know, for a moment, you know, everything is okay in your house, like the kids are good, and this is good, and this is good. And then something will hit, and then it throws off your finances, or it throws off the children, or it throws off the, you know, your synergy and what's going on around you. So it, 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 it's hurtful. And, and those moments, um, those are the moments that I kind of, you know, am personally still working through. And that's why I said, you know, going back to just square one of who, who, who are you, Nia? What do you want? Where are you at in life right now? 
And to be 37 and starting back at square one with just going back to my original self and going back to what's important to me and finding that the most important thing to me is my happiness, my intrinsic happiness, my, my essential happiness. It's imperative. It's a must. And, um, and like I said, you know, I'll just give, you know, something that, that I've, you know, battled with for a very long time. You know, I've had, um, my, on my job, I have always, I've always, I've always been the type of person that when I go to, when I go to work, I show up to show up, you know, I want to be, I want to look the part. I want to feel the part. I want to, um, I want, I'm a natural leader. So when I step in a room, it's not even like I'm trying to put on, but I stand out and you know what? I stand out. And that's a part of me starting to be more honest with myself because sometimes we want to hide those those gifts. We want to hide those talents. We don't want to say that we stand out, but really we do stand out. I stand out. And in standing out, sometimes you stand alone because people become intimidated. People want to tear you down. People um, want to, you know, um, make you feel like you don't belong, maybe because they have more than you. It could be a particular degree. It could be experience. It could be whatever it is. Um, So, you know, on my job, I feel like I'm constantly trying to prove myself. And um, it, it, at times, it has become so heavy and hurtful, because I know that I'm good enough. I know that I complete everything um, all my tasks and I'm excited about them and I'm passionate about what I do and um, I wouldn't want to be doing anything else. So I some I want that to be translated. I want that to be conveyed. I want people to see that and understand it. And when it's not, it's hurtful. It's like, you know, why do I keep being overlooked? Why am I not good enough? You know, so then you start going through all those things and you start focusing on... Um, You know, you can focus on the negativity. And so in short, I've let it go. I've let that, I'm I'm not good enough or I've just let it all go. All those doubts, all those, I just let it go. And I'm like, you know what, Lord, at the end of the day, what's for me is for me. And I'm just standing in that space and I'm standing on that. And that's the only thing that I can do at this point. Um. But while, you know, because it's, again, not to not have a woe is me attitude, like, well, there ain't nothing else I can do. I'm going to continue to perfect my craft. I'm going to go out and be the best. I'm going to go out and prove the haters wrong because I know that I know who I am and I know what I'm supposed to do. So I'm not going to let somebody else just run me out of town. And in the process of just not letting somebody else run me out of town... I have to then turn back into me and say, Nia, what can you do better? What can you do? What? Okay, so if there's a process that you do, okay, find a way to be great at it. If there's a process that takes you a few, um, you know, uh, three days, try to 
try to get it done um, in two days. And again, this is not for other people, but it's just to clean up my act. It's just to make sure that everything that I need to get, did I, that I need to do, I'm doing it. Before I say, why is everybody continuing to overlook me? I'm going to focus on being a better Nia, a better employee, whatever it is. And that, and that, cause that's the only thing I can do. And in my mind and in my heart, once I, as I'm doing this, I'm letting go of all of the drama, the crap, the this, the that. And I'm just going to focus on being my best, doing my best, and being happy with what comes. Happy with the result. Not stressing, not worried, not upset, not mad. Just like, you know what? Again, what's for me is for me. I'm going to continue to do my best. Anything that I can do better, I'm going to do better. But I'm not even going to worry about it. And that's the only thing I can do. And that's one avenue in, you know, work. Another avenue is um, love. You know, in relationships, you know, every relationship doesn't work out. Every relationship doesn't end the way you want it to do. And again, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking when, you know, you give your best, you give your all, and it's not good enough. And so what do you do? Do you just slump over and cry about it and you're sad and you're hurt and you're upset? Or do you find strength in knowing that, you know what, I've made mistakes and I've had people make, I've, I've had uh, the, the, the very person that I love hurt me. So what, what do you do? Well, again, go back. I'm, I go back in myself and I ask myself, what can I do better? What can I do different? How can I love better? How can I love different? Did I apologize? Did I say sorry? Did I accept their apology? Did I accept their, um, when they, when they wanted forgiveness? And if you've checked all those boxes and you're, and it's, it's a constant, it's a constant road. Like my favorite quote, life is not a destination. It's a journey. It's a constant healing. It's a constant breaking and putting back together. It's not just like a one-stop shop. So as I journey through this process of, you know, relearning myself, even in love and in business and whatever other avenues that I'm doing, I'm just really realizing that the space that I want to be in has to be a healthy space. I don't want to have to deal with all these different things and then come home and be miserable, be unhappy. So what I'm, what I'm, what I'm doing and what I'm what I'm what I'm working on right now is my intrinsic happiness. What brings me happiness? What brings me joy? You know, I got the work, I got the love, I got the this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what now I'm going to let that crap go and I'm going to focus on what brings me joy. And you know what brings me joy? Simple things bring me joy. And I hope that people can Well, first I'll say what brings me joy. My children. My two boys, Aiden and Joy, bring me so much joy. I'm so blessed to have them. And those are two people that I'm going to continue to invest my love and my time in because, um, you know, at this point in life, the only thing that they really can give me, if you will, is their love back. They can't, um, it's not like, you know, sometimes in relationships, people think it's a like, if you give me um, 
sex, then I'll be happy. Or if you give me a gift, then I'll be happy. Or you'll give me this. And and really, it, that's not what's going to... Those things do bring happiness. But at the end of the day, it's something deeper that 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 really needs to touch you and move you for you to stay constantly in a good space. Um, constantly happy. And that's the relationship that I'm realizing those, those relationships with my children and they're not a crutch and it's not to lean on them, but they bring me so much happiness. They bring me so much joy and they don't have to give me anything. And I, and I just love being around them and I love laughing with them and I love loving on them. That is one of my, um, that's one of the, the essential relationships right now that I definitely enjoy focusing on that brings me happiness. Now, what also brings me happiness, I'm just going to keep it 100, is when they're not around me. <laughs> because that's the time when I get to just be. I get to just be Nia. I don't have to be mom. I don't have to get up. I don't have to do anything. And that is so important to me too, that quiet time. Mm, mm, mm. That quiet time. That time when no one's around and I can just do nothing or I can read. I was reading this book. I started reading it in January. I was doing so well reading it. It was called More Than Enough by Elaine Welteroth. And of course, like clockwork, I'm in a good space and I'm reading and I'm enjoying it. Then I start again veering off and focusing on other things that weren't really making me happy, that were just more stressful. And so now I'm back to my book, more than enough, because that's what brings me happiness. Or, so that's an option, or doing nothing. You know, there are people around you. <laughs> there, I literally have uh, people that were around me that they are the type of people that are the type of person that they're, they're like, let's get up and let's go work out or let's do this or let's do that. They want to paint the town red and that's fine. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's all good. Perfect. All sounds perfect. But if I am not that type of person, if I'm the type of person that I paint the town red with other things, I'm, I'm, I'm the basketball mom. I'm the soccer mom. I'm the this, I'm the that. I have to run and do. When I am, when I get to choose what I want to do, if I want to sit and do absolutely nothing, that is my prerogative. And please do not let people fool you in thinking that you need to do more than you want to do. That, that Everybody has an option to do what they want to do. <laughs> and if you want to do nothing, do nothing. Because that's what I do sometimes. I do absolutely nothing. I just sit and want to relax. And I sit on my couch and I watch... You know, I'm not a huge television show person. I don't really love watching television shows, but I love a good documentary. I love a good thriller. Um, haven't seen one in a very long time, but I love a good doc. So if I want to sit on my couch and just watch a documentary, that's what I want to do. If that's what's bringing me happiness, that's what brings me happiness. Leave me alone about it. Um, so some more things that bring me happiness, you know, honestly, and you know, and I, again, I don't, I don't want to sound cliche to people, but Talking to God, talking to God, oh, and just releasing all of my cares, releasing, having that conversation. I have a um, 
a thing that I do not do in the morning. Well, I, that I do in the morning, and I, and, you know, I only listen to inspirational um, messages, or I listen to um, the news, and I kind of dial back a little bit on the news. So it's either something inspirational, inspirational music, an inspirational message, or something educational. Um, that's the only thing I do in the morning if I'm going to listen to anything. And I'm talking about n- before noon, nothing between the morning hours up to noontime. I don't want anything to be in- taken into my spirit that um, it's not going to be inspirational or educational. Um, and so, but, so that's my morning ritual, A. Um, but it doesn't matter what time of the day it is when I can have my moment to just talk to God. I mean, and I've, I've had some knockout drag out conversations with the Lord. I've cried. I cry a lot. I think crying just kind of releases the soul and it softens, softens the soul and it makes things just, it's kind of like, you're just, um, for me, it just, it nurtures my soul. It, it, it keeps me grounded. It makes me feel like, um, you know what? I'm 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 still going through stuff. I still have feelings about things and that's okay. And those tears are always it's kind of just like watering my soul. And so that's what brings me happiness, just being able to talk to the Lord and to um just have open conversation. The Lord knows my heart anyways. So it's it's like talking to your your best friend who knows you. And you don't have to put on airs, you don't have to put on fronts, you don't have to pretend because he already knows your heart and I think a long time ago my mom must have said that to me um you know I I think she was the one who brought it to my attention that we when we pray we don't have to there's no point of lying there's no point of even if it's something we're lusting or we're we we want to drink or we about to smack a, 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 a somebody in the mouth the Lord knows it he wants our honesty. He wants our truth. He doesn't want us to come to him pretending or, or lying. He wants us to tell him the truth. So, and, and humble ourselves. So that is essential to me because that gives me my release. That gives me my time to just be vulnerable and honest and open and know that my thoughts and my secrets aren't going to go anywhere. So, um, spending time with my kids, talking to God, doing nothing, um, you know, reading. I, I have a, such a creative side. So I love, um, I love, you know, reading and I love, you know, you know, kind of this podcast is something that I am actually quite enjoying because I love, I've realized that I love like projects like this. I love, um, I love the podcast, um, because I, I, I want to be able to, share real experiences with people and and for people to be blessed or healed or inspired whatever avenue you take but um that's what I wanted to do with this podcast but I'm also learning that I just I love kind of uh filmmaking I love um documentaries I like putting them together I like putting putting um these type of collages together um that also brings me much happiness um so so happiness obviously can be things or it can be spiritual it could be people whatever um whatever 
fills your soul, whatever truly just kind of like makes you just fulfilled. And, um, you know, some people, you know, are fulfilled with the love of their lives or their relationships. And that is so awesome. Um, I am praying to be in a space again where I can, you know, love. And that brings me happiness. Um, and, but you know what? I do love. <laughs> I love my family. I love my kids. I do love. And that does bring me happiness. Um, so I, I was saying sometimes, you know, some people think it's in a relationship and relationships do bring us happiness. So we don't want to, I don't want to, um, you know, take anything away from somebody who is in a loving relationship and they feel that happiness with their spouse or their boyfriend or girlfriend. I think that is absolutely magnificent. And I think that is uh, just everything. And, um, you know, I, I love love. I think love is so beautiful. I think love is so real. I think love is powerful. I think there is no force on earth that is stronger than um the love between uh, two people who who just have each other's back and who support each other and who want to be around each other and who, um, you know, are honest with each other, keep their word to each other, believe in each other. I mean, there's just there's just nothing powerful than that, more powerful than that. So um, that definitely brings um, happiness as well. Um, the space that I'm in is just the I'm 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 just in a discovery space. I'm in a discovery space to, again, go back to um, my original self. And that is bringing me a lot of happiness because, again, I'm getting to rediscover myself. I'm getting to be in a space that I want to be in. And I'm creating that space every day. And it's kind of like I'm, I'm uh, it's like you clean your apartment and you as you're you want to so the the theory the thought is like you need you want to redecorate and you need to clean so you know in cleaning I know a lot of people who clean you know obviously we all are like you know everybody uh, can understand cleaning sometimes when you clean up everything is just such a mess because you you're taking stuff out of places and you're moving things around and you know say if you want to you know redecorate so then you're buying things and you have stuff you know in bags that haven't been taken out yet because you need to you know finish doing this or finish doing that that's the space I feel like I'm in right now and it's so imperative that I do the cleaning and I do the redecorating so I can get to my optimum place, which is, um, and again, I'm already feeling it. So it's not like I'm doing all these things to get to happiness. I'm already seeing the change. I'm already feeling the happiness. I'm already excited about the fact that I am, um, that I see what's needed and I'm doing the work to get there. And that is restructuring my intrinsic happiness and focusing on what really, or not and, but but focusing on what really makes me happy. Um, you know, um, it's just, that's just the most important thing to me right now. My happiness, my time, my happiness, my essential happiness, my intrinsic happiness. Um I hope everyone out there is finding things that are important to them and are able to cultivate those things 
because I think that that is the most important thing, especially in a time like this. Um, you know, I just celebrated my son's uh, second birthday. And because we are in quarantine, I, there was no invitations that were sent out. No one was invited. It was just me and my my boys, the people that I loved. And guess what? We went and got ice cream first. And I went to the store and I bought bubbles and I bought water toys, like little water guns and these water spout things that you can, you know. So we had ice cream, then we went to the park. And I was thinking the whole time when we were at the park, I was like, what are we going to do? What am I going to do for um, water? Like, how am I going to fill this, this water gun up? How am I going to fill like this little water soaker thing up? And I happened to just run across a reservoir, a water reservoir. And I was just like, what? What are the chances? And um, in addition to this gorgeous garden, but that's a whole nother story. And so me and my son, Joey, um, we, you know, did the water soaker thing and we, we got each other. And then we were wetting up Aiden. And then afterwards we, um, we all did a walk and then the sun was coming down. So it was so beautiful. And, um, I was just like, this is such a perfect birthday. I could not have planned it any better. It was so organic. It was so nice. It brought me so much happiness. It really did. And I'm so blessed to have um, had that moment because more than my son's having a good time, I needed that. I needed that good time. That's essential to my happiness, these, these moments. So on that note, this podcast episode was called Intrinsic Happiness. And um, I would like for um, anyone who um, is listening to please comment, leave me your thoughts, leave me your comments. Um, of course, my podcast is always, um, you can find it, Co-Indie Collective and Individual Thoughts Coming Together, but Co-Indie, C-O-I-N-D-I. You can find it on Apple Podcasts. You can find it on Spotify. You can find it on Anchor. Um, I'm on several um podcast networks. So there are Stitcher. So there's several to um, pick from. But please continue to listen. Please leave me your thoughts and your comments. Um, As always, I hope everyone has an amazing day. And thank you so much, so, so much for listening. And please continue to listen. This is Nia and I'm out.